Well, I'm excited. We got another awesome episode with doing business with a servant's heart. And I'm so excited. I met Joe a few weeks ago, had such a great meeting. I had to have this guy on my show because there's truly a servant in the insurance industry. Joe is definitely one of them as a top. Hey, Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me today, Steve. I appreciate it. You betcha. Um, and I appreciate you getting all dressed up like I am. It's a professional show. But I'd like to start, Joe, why insurance and what got you started in insurance? Yeah, so I, I've been in insurance for about 11 years or so. Okay. Um, and and I actually came from, I've been in B2B sales. Uh, this is gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm an old guy now, Steve. I just had a birthday this last week. But, but I've been in B2B sales for about 23 years or so. Um, so, I, you know, I'm, I'm basically an old pro at this now, not really, but, um, <laughs> but sales for a long time. Um, and I worked for a company where we were doing really great nationally and they came in one day and told us, Hey, everybody on the national account team is out. You have to all go find new jobs. So, uh, that's what prompted me to kind of look around and see what was going going around in the world at that time. And, um, I got a job in insurance and found out that I loved insurance um, because it really scratched the itch for what we call the noble purpose, um, for really doing meaningful, meaningful business for other people and, and helping other people to figure out some of the stuff in life that's boring and not super fun to do. Yeah. Well, you definitely overcome an obstacle, which I didn't know. Sometimes when we lose a job, it, it, it levels us up to the next level, which did for you. That's been a blessing, it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a huge in, in an area that I would have never considered going into ever in my life. It had not even on my radar. And one of those things that just kind of opened up an opportunity. And uh, I, I spent a really long time chewing on it because I wasn't even really that excited at the beginning. But uh, here we are 11 years later and so excited that I have the opportunity yeah. to do the, what I'm doing now. Um, and it's, it's, it's been a truly blessed 11 years. What a great story for the audience to you listen to. I'm sure a lot of you out there, not a lot, but people have had that layoff, especially nowadays with the tech industry. We're in 2023. And look what Joe's done. And I know he's very successful at what he does. And I've talked to people that know him and say great things. That's why he, he's on this show. What I'd like to talk about now is insurance. There's an agent in every corner. And we talked about this before. What makes Lasord? and we'll say the name of your company and what makes you guys different why somebody would come to you? Yeah, so so we're um, Lasord Insurance, and, and we're out in Xenia, Ohio. I, I work in Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. Um, but we're I'm part of a larger organization called Brooker Insurance out of the Cleveland area. Um, and the big thing for us is that we we do we do business differently, right? So so there's a ton of independent insurance agencies that are out there and different companies that are willing to to get your business. And, and I think, and we'll talk about this a little more later, but I think the one thing that really sets us apart is that I'm not, I'm not ever beating down somebody's door and saying, hey, you got to switch to me because we're the only option out there. Um, I think what we really do is providing education and a service to clients um, because I can't tell you how many times that when, when I talk to clients, they're like, uh, so I, I just met with a client on Wednesday and she gave me her policy documents and say, hey, here's what I have now. Can you tell me what my existing policy is? Uh, I'm like, you really don't know. And, and, but that's, that's what most commercial clients, I mean, they, they bought a policy at some point in life and then never followed up. And um, that's really what our business is, is educating clients to make sure they know what they have, but not only what they have, but why they have it is super important. Um, but we, we have access to tons of carriers and, and we work in a couple of different niche areas as well. Um, and, and are able to help a ton of people doing, doing the business that we do today. 
you made a great point. So I could come to you. I've got a company. Let's use a scenario. You'll look at my insurance without, you know, no charge. You'll just do a, I don't know what you call it, audit, whatever the word you use, discovery of my insurances and see if I got the right plans and the pricing's good and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so one, the, actually the lady that was in here earlier this week, she, um, her, she brought her policies in and we're looking through it. And now there was a lot of really great things on her policy. Um, so, you know, I, I can go away from that conversation saying, Hey, you've done these things right. And this is really good. But for what she does, she was missing a really important coverage, which is professional liability for what she does. So she had the general liability, which every business should have that. Um, but for her specific class of business, there was a huge piece of business or a huge piece of liability that was sitting out there that she had no coverage for. Um, so I told her whether she chooses to have her insurance with me or somebody else, whatever you do, make sure you cover this whole, because for her business as a small business, that was something that's a massive exposure area that could cause her huge dollars down the road. If there was ever a claim or something that popped up like that. Well, that's serving right there. And I keep saying that because this is doing business servant's heart. Why you do that? Well, I mean, most of them, a lot of people would be, you know, you know, you're missing this, but you know, we have here X, Y, Z person. Let's look at what we have. And we got that included in something else, but you let her walk away. That's probably the wrong word, but you let her go without buying, uh, you know, a, pro, a platform or whatever they call it, insurance from you. There was no sale. And were you smiling after she walked out? Absolutely. Cause uh, you know, at, at the end of this, it's somebody that I know and able to provide a service for. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're hoping that she decides to to have us as her agent. Um, but I know that leaving that meeting, that she got a ton of value out of me for no cost um, and, and able to help her business to to better succeed. And, and, you know, at the end of this, I'm still a sales guy, Steve. Like, what, what, let's not pull punches here. I'm still a sales guy. Um, but I believe that that as long as we're doing the right things and we're meeting with the right people, it's eventually going to come around and we're, we're going to end up being blessed with business as long as we're doing things the right way now that it'll all come around and it'll all be perfect. And, and you said the word that's really important is value. Um, it's just not money. You know, value comes in many forms like what you did. And I talk about that all the time. Servant should be giving something without expecting something is exactly what you did. And you told a story. I was going to ask you about a story and that's a great one. Because I know the, the insurance industry can be cutthroat, if that's the right word to use. <laughs> we could use that word for sure, Okay, Steve. great. <laughs> and you guys avoid that. That's something that's not on your guys' radar. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I mean, and, and of course, I would never mention names or anything here, but I I, I was I, I quoted a big opportunity last year, the, the biggest that I've ever personally written. Um, and the company that we were quoting against started sending all these emails to my client and, and hey, you need to watch for this and the, the, this, and I won't call it slander, uh, but not exactly speaking great of the other people that they were quoting against. Um, and not just me, but other carriers they were looking at. Um, and I, I don't feel that that's the right way to do business. I, I want to make sure that my clients know what, like I mentioned earlier, know what they have, why they have it, um, but know what their options are. And then from there, they can make an educated decision. I, I'm the one thing I tell people every day is that, Joe Hickey, I'm not an arm twister and I've never twisted somebody's arm and forced them into buying something. Hopefully again, we've provided enough value where that makes decision for somebody to do something, uh, but I'm never going to twist somebody's arm 
And the the company that we were competing against, man, they were, we'll just call it, they were being a little ugly. Um, and, you know, they were just trying to win business. And, and I understand that's sometimes how people think that they have to do it. Um, but we we go into every business opportunity with the heart to serve people um, and to make sure that they get the right stuff and um, no, no reason in bashing anybody or, or, or putting anybody down. Uh, we we want to make sure that, that people leave that conversation with full faith and confidence and in, in not only the insurance they have, but also the agent that they have as well. And, you know, by putting people down, that doesn't paint yeah. a really good picture for yourself either. So you're telling me, if a client comes to you and asks you some things you couldn't do or wouldn't do, you wouldn't just do it to get the sale. No, no, for sure. Yeah. Like, like there's, there's things that um, if, so to give you a, for instance, if there was a client that specifically needed one coverage and I know that there's a carrier that has access to that, that one specific coverage that I don't have a hundred percent, if they're better off doing it that way, 100% I'm going to refer them over to somebody else rather than me writing them a policy that's not going to exactly fit the bill for what they need. I would way rather send them to somebody else that's going to be able to exactly get what they need. Uh, and we've done that on multiple occasions. Um, I, I do. We So part of our business, we do, we do a lot of work with trucking firms. And I, I had a firm here recently we were working with that was a, a, a really small tow truck company that needed some specific coverages. And so we could do it, but because they were so new, there were going to be some limitations and we sent them on down the road because I, I know that another company that, that does that type of insurance is going to serve them better uh, and give them more, more coverages than what I could ever offer them just because they're new. Now, you know, a year or two down the road, I'm totally going to go back and win that business because they'll have the experience that they need. Um, but for now, they're better off being with somebody else than, than being with me because it's that's the right thing for them and, and the coverages that they need today. I'm going to repeat that again, audience. He just said, I'm going to give them another company to do business with because they're not a fit and he's okay with it. That is serving. And I want to ask you uh, this big project you talked about. Did you get it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we got that one. It was a, it was a little scary, but, but absolutely yeah. we won that deal. So here's the story of the story on top of the story is you've been serving all these years, it sounds like, these 11 years, giving away business to help people and give value. But guess what? It came back eventually in a big project because of the goodwill you've been giving out. Yeah, absolutely. And and yes. so um, in, in some point, Steve will talk about this later on, but my my owner is is one of the, one of the best people that, that I, I know in the business world. And so when I first started here, so I had a lot of experience on the personal lines insurance side. So home and auto, things like that. Um, and my owner said, hey, you're going to be a great fit for this on, on selling the commercial side, but it's going to take you time. You're going to have to put a lot of work into it. You're not going to see a lot of results at the beginning, but if you put in the work, you'll end up being blessed just by doing the work and things will come around. And, and you know, we're seeing that now where um, we're, we're definitely starting to see the rain fall um, after, you know, I've been doing this for just right at three years now. Um, on the commercial only side. And, and yeah, we're, we're definitely, you know, we've put the time and the effort and, and seen all the clients that we've seen. Uh, we're definitely in, in rainfall mode now, which is yeah. awesome. 
Sounds like a great leader. I love hearing that because leadership will mentor and let the people grow like you did. And, and be honest with you, you're not going to make money tomorrow. You're not going to make money in a week, yeah. but <laughs> give it time. But that's another lesson. You have so many lessons you're bringing out here, Joe. I love you for it. That when you start a business or you do something, patience. Is that the right word to use that you used that you had with you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, so I've been in sales for so long and, you know, I've, I've worked several different positions over my life, uh, but hopefully your listeners can, can also um, feel this as well. But how many times have you gone into a job interview and they're like, Hey, this first year, our average people across the U S are making half a million dollars their first year. You're like, there's no way. Uh, and, and, you know, I try not to be too much of a, too much of a, 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 whatever. I hate to be too negative, but I've seen so many of these things where I, I just don't, can't put my faith and, and trust in that. Um, and what, when I sat down with my owner that, that we have now, that was the first thing he told me is don't expect to be a millionaire your first year. It's not going to happen. Um, it takes time to build it and build your confidence and, and the understanding of what we have. Um, and, but, the unfortunate thing is there's so many companies out there that are so desperate for employees that they're making promises that they can't necessarily ever fulfill. Yeah. There might be that one off that they're making half million, million dollars a year, but not, not common, especially not in the first year. Um, so yeah, patience is huge in our business. What I'm hearing from you too, is trust your gut. If you go out to yeah, that interview yeah. <laughs> and they say, okay, Joe and Steve, you're going to make a million dollars this year selling books. Uh, if that doesn't sound right. Then trust that guy, right? <laughs> yeah, and I love hundred percent. Yeah, and we and, all know and, that, but it's good to hear it from over and over because desperation's taking over the world. In my thought, you we talk about that's why these companies are doing that because they're desperate yeah. for employees. Sure. Take that out of it. Take that out of your mindset. Well, let's talk about leadership and your boss. It sounds like you got the you know your the owner. You want to talk a little bit more about what he's doing? I'd love to hear about that. Yeah. So, um, so, so Mal, he's, he's a, oh, I, I, I'm going to totally mess this up just because I'm on a podcast, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Mal is the, the fourth generation owner of his agency. Um, and he's up in the Strongsville, Ohio area, just outside of Cleveland and uh, super great family, good guy, but um, to go all the way back to the beginning and see that, I don't know how much you and I have talked about this, but um, I, I am a, so I'm a children's pastor at our, our local church here in town. Um, and so the, our first meeting that I had with Mal, he said, Joe, I think you're going to be a great fit. Um, but I think that you need to spend a couple of days to pray and fast about what you're doing to make sure that you're making the right decision in my entire life. And, and again, I'll reference it again. I'm an old guy, right? And I've never at once in my entire life had somebody tell me that during a job interview, it was, is a completely different approach to how we do business. Um, but but his name is, is Mal, uh, Malcolm Brooker and just a, a super great guy. Um, and the, the big thing for me is that he gives us the tools and the resources that we need to be successful in our business. Um, and as much mentorship as I need, he's willing to give me, like we have, I, I actually, right before this meeting today, I just got off the phone with him. Um, we were checking in, he's getting ready to run off on a couple of days for a vacation but he wanted to check in with me, make sure things are going great and um, open lines of communication. And, and, you know, there's sometimes that bosses occasionally they'll call you to kind of beat you down. Right. Um, I've never been beat down by Mal. It's always encouraging. Um, always, Hey, you're doing a great job. Let's talk about these opportunities and how we can make things work and 
and how to how to find the right fits for our company. Um, from leadership, again, I've been in the business world for 20 plus years now, and I've never, never loved a company and felt as much um, responsibility to a company ever just because I have an awesome leader. Uh, I, I really want to make sure that everything I do is a reflection of him and his business and his beliefs. Um, so even though I'm not the owner, and I know there, hopefully there's a lot of people on this call that are owners, um, but from, from an employee perspective, my owner is amazing. And so just by how amazing he is to me, it makes me want to go out and make sure that I do the best job I can representing my company. Um, so that's, that's a little freebie for all of you that are listening today. I love that. Throw the freebies out because I know I love them. <laughs> and I'm taking, and that's great about leadership. Uh, and, and Malcolm, if you're listening, he needs a raise because he just promoted you. Just kidding, sort of. <laughs> but I, I love that. I, I Someday I hope to meet him because... Sure. I talk all the time about your number one asset, your employees. You got to be side by side, not up and down. Yeah. He's side by side with you. It sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah, a great resource. And um, again, I've been around for a long time and, and, and I, you know, sometimes I, I feel like I have this whole sales thing figured out. Um, but a quick conversation with, with Mal provides a completely different perspective on some things and, um, he, he's, he's helped me so much in the last three years of my career here. I love that you haven't figured it out. Cause I haven't either. The guy that tells you he's figured it out, even the Mark Cubans or those type of people, they're always learning. I mean, there's we, still more, right? Exactly. There's always going to be more until that one day when we don't need more anymore. We won't go that way. <laughs> Let's talk about, I love to give value back to our audience. You've done so much so far, by the way, what's the name of your company again? How can they reach out to you? Yeah, so uh, the name of our company is Lasorda Insurance. Um, so the easiest way is just to jump on our website. We have uh, Facebook, all those kind of good things that you can and LinkedIn that you could connect to us on there. Um, but my the office number here, if you feel like calling some days, 937-372-3559. Um, great staff of people here in our office. Um, but yeah, we're we're local here in the area in, in central Ohio, but we have clients Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana mostly. But uh yeah. Love to have a discussion if you have a question about what you have going on today. Yeah, information will be in the show notes. So if you didn't get that, we'll have it in the show notes. And, and I'm going to put this challenge out there. If you have any questions about commercial insurance, reach out to Joe. 15 minutes. It doesn't take long. Just ask him a question. You get his email, his LinkedIn, whatever. Fire off a question. Say you're on this show and you have a question about this or that. What value you're going to get is so huge. It could be one question that you can answer, Joe. It could change a company's life. Uh, I'll put it from nonprofit to profitable fairly quickly. Um, books. Let's give the audience some value on some great books or a book you've read that's really helped you get to where you are today. Yeah, so uh, I, I, before our meeting today, I was looking at my bookshelf here off off screen. Um, tons of books that I've, I've read over the year um, and, and different things. So, so the one that, that kind of stuck out the most is, uh, and, and I have two that I'll share with you today, but um, the, the one that I was really the most, I don't know, really made my brain work the most, right. Uh, was Tim Grover, uh, wrote a book called relentless. Um, and it's going from good to great to unstoppable. Cause it, there's a lot of times in our business that we talk about the good to great. Yeah. Um, and this is going from that great to the next level of unstoppable. So, um, it, I don't know for those listeners that may, might not have, uh, read this book, but, uh, Tim Grover was the personal coach for Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. Um, was their trainer. And one of the stories that he shared, and I was actually at a conference when he shared this story, was that um, 
back in the day, he, he was training Michael Jordan and they, they had a private session. They were on a court and they had all these college kids that he was playing against uh, for practice. And during, during that practice, um, one of the guys had been so amped up that they were playing against Michael Jordan they had taken a bunch of caffeine and other junk and ended up having a heart attack on the court. So they stopped playing and, you know, start doing all the, the medical attention. They get the ambulance and stuff there. Um, and the first thing Michael Jordan said was, all right, he's being taken care of back to business. Like, like it's time to get back and continue practice. Um, so, you know, we have setbacks in life sometimes and things yeah. that set us aside. And it would have been so easy for in that situation to be like, oh, man, we just saw a guy have a heart attack. He was good. Um, but it's so easy to say, hey, there's something that set us aside from doing our business. Let's throw a little pity party for a while. Um, but Michael Jordan was the complete opposite. And that's what his book talks about was it was immediately back to, all right, we have stuff that we have to accomplish. There's a reason that we're here today. Let's go do it and be successful. Mm -hmm. That's a great story. Did you have another book? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so the other one is um, in, in, you know, just, just one of my, and again, this is more of my, my spiritual side of life. Right. But, but one of the books that, that I, I love, uh, love the, the author's name is Dan Greider. Um, but he, he wrote a book called Crucial Conversations. And to me, it's about, um, and you could apply it to business. You could apply it to different things, but his perspective is specifically about talking to people about their, their relationship with God and things like that. Um, but it's a great book about how to open up people's minds to have a conversation when they're not, you know, like when, when we go home every day, I don't know about in your neighborhood, neighborhood, but we have so many neighbors in, in our neighborhood that they pull in the driveway, the garage door goes up, their car goes in, garage door goes down. You don't see them again for the weekend. Right. Um, so there's a lot of people that, especially through the COVID years that have been very isolated and not open to having conversations. Um, and so this book is all about how to get people to have conversations with you that aren't openly ready to have a conversation to, to kind of naturally make that happen. Super cool book. That's awesome. Well, we're right out of time. And, and those are two great books, two ends of the spectrum, but they get to the same point, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, the listeners have learned a lot from you today. Thank you so much for being on. I knew this would be good. And you exceeded my expectations far beyond. So I'm excited for people to hear you. I want you to leave the last powerful word. What What's one business personal tip thing you've done for yourself to get you where you are today and being as successful as you are? Yeah. So I, I think it really comes down to just continuing to work. Um, and, you know, when, like we talked about earlier, when things come and you get a little bit sideways to make sure that you keep knowing what your goals are. Um, like, so on my board that I have behind me, I have a, a list of open quotes that I have in my goals for the year. Um, it's so important to, to know what you have on the radar and continue to focus every day to pursue those goals and go after those. And, uh, don't, don't let things get you too sideways and just continue working on what, you know, the things that are, they're going to make you successful.